0: All right boys, we are back. We're doing a Sunday recap pod in the studio. Technically, the studio, technically kind of. not in the studio. No, no. But we're no. in person, we're upstairs. We yes. We're on couches. We decided to do a little little comfy uh comfy recap. Getting real comfy with it. And, very much a casual Sunday. Oh, it's a very casual <laughs> Sunday. The day of rest, it is the Sabbath. Um and I love Black Sabbath. Of course. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Crazy uh, Train. Shout out to Crazy Train and Ozzy Osbourne. Um and then, by the way, so we're going to do our, our regular recap of yesterday's games. For those of you that have joined the Patreon, you're going to be very privileged for our with the podcast we're going to record shortly after this which is our conspiracy corner pod
1: yeah so conspiracy we're going to, talk
0: yeah we're going to dive deep into the conspiracy stuff which is going to be really fun we'll play a taste of it on next week's show a little taste a little exactly yeah a little, yeah a little morsel tower will put his his editing skills uh, yes. uh, uh to work yes and have like a fun it'll be like a little mishmash i assume right skills uh a mashed potato mishmash we're <laughs> like yes okay so saturday now this is a, this wasn't even, like, the biggest matchup. I'm trying to even think, like, we should probably just lead in with Oklahoma, Texas. Oh, Oklahoma, right? Texas. Oklahoma. This game was, um, it was outside of what the Red River shootout was last year. I feel like this is exactly what I expect to see from Oklahoma, Texas every year. This is, like, what I was used to over the last, like, five or six years, which is, like, the most entertaining game every year it was it was madness the whole the first quarter was crazy block punts turnovers when you yeah. first throw was an interception um it was so entertaining and uh and of course oklahoma wins massive win for the sooners uh a tough loss for texas but like i just couldn't help just as like a fan of college football being like this was so much fun i had so much fun watching that game
1: it, it that's what our uh, ncaa football games are going to look like coming up this summer when the video game comes right again. A lot of, you know, the fake punts, yeah. the turnovers, the crazy stuff, the drama. I loved it. Um, I'm upset I didn't make it a bet board game. Mm-hmm. If you recall last week, we were going back and forth on we, – we had handicapped uh, five or six games, right. and we didn't have one. And I, I, I almost made the OU bet, and I didn't because we got – what was it? Uh, it was Six and a half. No, the other game we did get Notre Dame and Louisville. Oh, right. So we ended up getting that one. So we didn't go back and make it. Right. I was upset, and it's funny because Saturday morning came, and part of me, I, I'm not, I'm not being retroactive or, or you know, hindsight. I wanted to, to call you and do a quick podcast or just see if we could add it to the bedboard. <laughs> no way. But the line had moved four and right. a half, and I knew you it would was have down. wanted that. Sure. You don't go retroactive and do the old line. Right. And uh, you didn't give me the half point during the show. You wouldn't give me two points on the game day, so I didn't call you. But uh, yeah, it was, it was like we talked about last week, you know, OU is a real team. And For I think sure. that we all sold them because seven losses last year. But as I mentioned, you know, it's important to look at the trajectory last season. They got better as the year went on. Dylan Gabriel is good enough to win them games. And now they have a pretty much Clearly. clear path yeah, to the, to the
0: playoff. Yeah. I was super impressed with, with Dylan Gabriel because I always kind of felt like, He's a guy that's like kind of shifty and has a good arm, but he's never really <laughs> shifty. like like uh, <laughs> yeah, shifty. he's shifty. Like he's quick and he has a uh, you know a pretty big arm, but I never felt like he was like I never saw him against like elite competition play like that. Right, and so super impressed with him. And Oklahoma's defense was amazing. Um, I tweeted this out from our our uh, Twitter. I'm, I still refuse to call it X. I'll never say it's from our X. Um, and and I still feel like this is the impression I walked away with, which is. Texas is still back, but so is Oklahoma. Oklahoma is, like, fully yeah. back. Yeah. Like, that, that's the Oklahoma of – that was, like, Lincoln-Riley, Oklahoma. Well, and they're going to be uh,
1: clearly back because UC – this is the rest of their schedule, last half. Uh, UCF, at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, West Virginia, at BYU, TCU. Oh, boy, yeah, they're running the They're going to be touchdown favorites in all those games – 12 championships the top two teams so it'll be OU texas rematch most likely right
0: because t- who i mean technically kansas only has one loss and so if, <laughs> yeah if, watch out for those Jay-hawks. Well it, i'm just saying like if uh right, well, let, let, texas, let's go texas, texas has schedule. gone through let's losses go. and 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 it like it derailed their season before that's the only thing that worries me but i think you're probably right the, it
1: has before to me this feels like a different texas definitely team, you know uh but this is texas's schedule at houston byu that's, a that's a kansas state at TCU, oh, at Iowa State, Texas Tech. Uh, I mean those are that's tougher
0: than Oklahoma. That last
1: three special. It is a lot tougher,
0: but we, that Kansas State game is very trappish. The, the Texas Tech game is always a trap game for Texas. You know Iowa Kansas State.
1: State though, I think we uh
0: they we didn't look were, good on Saturday. We
1: were buying Kansas State at their highest and it was for Friday sure. I think when they played Oklahoma State. We bought the peak. But look, they lost 30-27 to Missouri. Yep. They lost 29-21 Oklahoma State. What are those two things have in common? only two road games of the season they right. don't really tra- their defense doesn't really travel well the home wins 45 nothing so is that 13. game
0: is that Kansas State Texas game in Austin uh, let's see it is, is it in Manhattan let's see it's at a, Texas the Little Apple okay
1: yeah, uh, but but let's clarify this too. The zero and the thirteen, they give up were to Southeast Missouri and Troy. They did give up thirty one at home to UCF. So I'm not so sure it is a home uh, road thing. Right. I think it's a defense problem for Kansas State. For sure,
0: they give up big plays.
1: Yeah, and look, add Texas Tech next week. Like th- this is probably a
0: uh, little bit uh, a l- little bit less than what we thought they were to start the season. Is there anyone else in the Big Twelve right now with only one loss, or is it literally checking? Is it? I, it might just be Texas. Like it, I, it is a conference that typically cannibalizes itself, similar to the Pac-12. So, mm-hmm. um, I, Sting- like, I, like, I'm just wondering what other scenarios might be out there about who could. I mean, technically, Kansas State only has one uh, Big 12 loss. So OU undefeated.
1: Well, West Virginia is technically second place right now. They're two and zero in conference, four and one overall. <laughs> so if West That's Virginia wins last. out.
0: No way that lasts, right? Hey,
1: uh, worst met worst uh, mascot in the conference, according to both you guys. <laughs> um, Texas, yeah, two and one, five and one. But Kansas uh, is the other. So, can- all right. So Kansas has a loss to Texas, though already. Overall records: OU six and zero, West Virginia four and one, Texas five and one, Kansas five and one. That's the top four, the top chunk. Mm-hmm. Probably you can isolate them because after that, three and three, three and three, three and two. Right. BYU, hey, BYU. BYU's four and one, one and one in conference okay look out for the Cougs
0: yeah I mean again like if Texas has teams left they still have a chance to they can look at their schedule and say if we beat Texas we can be in the big 12 championship game
1: uh
0: quick uh, BYU and Kansas State
1: quick update on the preseason picks who had first and worst in the big 12 I had uh to lose it I had
0: uh Cincy I had had West Virginia so that's that's not looking great
1: I had Cincy who'd you have Ryan uh, I can't you had recall. Kansas. I think I had Kansas. You had yeah. Kansas. Oh,
0: you traitor. How so, so, could you? So update. Yeah, you forgot that you were bashing me about that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: uh, Cincinnati 0-2. So they're, they're third worst. Who'd you have, Will?
0: I I had, well, West Virginia. So. Okay. So. I was wrong about them. Okay. And then to win it, I had OU, uh, OU,
1: didn't I? Yes, I did. You had Texas. I had OU. That's whoa right. my big my big 12 yeah. picks are looking
0: good yes now yeah. caveat it was a draft thing so like you would have taken texas not OU. i would have taken yeah. Texas, <laughs> so uh, i wouldn't say that you get like a full brain credit for that but i was hoping still, we there were, there were other options that. there k-state was up there like there huh? was, so yes i mean look again like i feel like a heartbreaking loss for texas and by the way at the end of the game there's a, what a minute and a half left and it's third down and sark runs the ball he's playing for the field goal like, like he wasn't playing mm-hmm. to score a touchdown. He ran the ball to get a little bit closer. And yeah, you could always say like, well, he was also maybe like running it as like a, they ex- were expecting us to throw. Maybe he gets the first down, but they don't. And then they kick the field goal and they leave a, a minute 10 or a minute 20 on the board for Dylan Gabriel, who just goes down and scores immediately. But like, I hated that play call because to me, it's just like, are you playing to, to go up a touchdown? are you playing to go up a field goal and then hope your defense gets, a de- a, hope your defense you know, gets a stop ultimately, you know, fine. There's all the coach yeah. speak. We believe in our defense, blah, blah, blah. But to me, I didn't love that third down call. I like to me when I, when they did it, I remember texting my dad and I was like, hate that call. They're playing for the field goal. This is stupid. I
1: think he got tight. I think the, the play calling got tight and they were, they didn't want to throw a pick, make a right. mistake. They're like, let's run the football. We're in field goal position. I agree that, oh, that it was I like it, conservative, man. but I, I think that it was just more like let's take points. Hope the defense can you know get one stop, but it didn't work out. But you can always tell if the coaching decision is right or wrong based on the like, outcome. The out. Well, no, 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 not based on the outcome. That's actually not always how you want to judge. It, but like as when you have money on something and your incentives are aligned with theirs, you can tell whether it's a good call, bad call. Now you had minus six and a half.
0: Yeah, I was fucked. Regardless, so, well, I mean, technically, I mean, a touchdown there would have exactly. Been nice. So, so maybe you're looking at it a little bit, I guess. But also, just that. knowing that both teams were just breaking off massive chunk plays left and right, like it felt like a minute and a half. Was, team was yeah. not, yeah, like like uh, in in that type of game, a minute and a half. And I think Oklahoma still had a timeout or two. It's an eternity. Yeah, that's a ton of time yeah. in college football. Like right. specifically, like with teams that have explosive offenses, especially late in the game. Hot in the Cotton Bowl. For you know? sure, yeah. Who knows? Pot, pot, but what money. a game, man. I And huge, huge win for Brett Venables in Oklahoma. I mean, you're right. Looking at their schedule, like they they have a real chance to just be a playoff team, which which, seeing what they were like last year, everyone, you know, a lot of people hyped them up as being – I didn't buy the, the preseason hype of like, hey, they might be the second or, or the best team in the Big 12 because I just felt like I saw this team last year And that would be a massive improvement to go from, what, they had six wins last year to maybe now being undefeated. But, like, they matched up with Texas so well on the defensive line. They weren't running the ball exceptionally well, which but that didn't really matter in that game. They were still able to get big plays with Dylan Gabriel, and so huge win for them. OU, back on top. OU's back. Speaking of uh, coaching decisions I didn't love, if you're a Miami fan today, you're – Oh, boy. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. Um – that for what 40 seconds left they have the ball the, jesse palmer the tv crew is like why are you not kneeling yeah why are you not kneeling they're up they're up uh what three or four on georgia tech mm-hmm. and they run the ball and it's just like there's a reason why the the kneel is there it's to make sure shit like this doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> yes it's super rare but Brutal. They, they hand the ball off they fumble it they give uh, UCF, or, or excuse me, not, not, uh, not UCF, Georgia Tech. They give Georgia Tech the ball back with, what, 40 seconds to go? Yeah. And in like three plays, they go down. They score with two seconds left, and it's over. Miami players are crying on the sideline. Uh, now, look, they were favored by like 20 points in this game. So not a great performance regardless of the, of the final win, but um, that's, that's one that is inexcusable. Is Georgia Tech back? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, they're not back, but Miami's I do not. think Miami fans do have a gripe, though. If you go back and watch the replay, I think the running back's think he was down. down. It was really however, close. However, inexcusable call. Yeah, you can't leave Just it Just kneel that. the ball. Yeah, dude. kneel the fucking ball. And by the way, when shoot I went... Shoot the glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Hans Gruber. Kneel um, the ball. I don't know why I went there with it, but there you go. <laughs> shoot the glass. Um, so... Th- this i had the same thought when i was watching this is a, a tangential thing but watching the ohio state um the ohio state maryland game right i was really big on maryland plus 20 in fact i was texting you guys cuz i ended up getting them got the cover well no it was a push at 20 i got the cover at 20, 20 and a half boom cuz on saturday night last weekend always got a good that sometimes there, there's there's, well. there's an early line Money. exactly <laughs> there's there there's, there was an early line and i got them plus 20 and a half and it was a pretty sizable bet for me right and so um, I the first half I was feeling amazing. I was texting you guys. Ohio State was <laughs> fucking trashed. They suck. Which, by the way, there is there is it's fifteen minute quarters. There's sixty minutes in a game. Ohio State looked like shit for fifty minutes of that game, and in the last ten minutes of the fourth quarter, really turned it they on. They turned it on yeah. and scored two touchdowns, and all of a sudden I was texting you guys like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose this cover, uh, w- with like thinking I had it made. And thankfully at one point they kick a field goal, they win by twenty. But again, another thought that popped into my head, and it wasn't this wasn't a close game, so it wasn't the same situation. But at one point, Ohio State's last possession, they get the ball back, and there's a minute and something left, and uh, and Maryland has one timeout, it's over, Neil, and again they hand it off on the first down and then kneel out the last two. And it's like, Why? Right. Why do coaches do this shit? Like yeah, I, I always see this stuff on Twitter. That like, and it's a joke, but it's. I also feel like it's kind of true. Like, the average Madden player is better at game management (laughs) than most coaches. It's it's astonishing to me that coaches don't manage their timeouts and their clock better. And I know they're thinking of a million things, but it's like you can't make one of your special assistance job just to be to manage timeouts and the clock and be in your headset and tell you when to do that and when not to i actually totally agree with that like that's one thing that drives betters crazy is how
1: dumb these coaches can be it's so crazy and how and it's not just this is not the stance of it you have to make analytic decisions like it's not analytics or pass no it's like just dumb decisions right there are advanced things like like if you are, if
0: you uh, down eight with le- whatever left no, 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 no. or that type of thing, well,
1: or, or if you just scored and there's like 30 seconds left in the game, your opponent doesn't have a timeout. Any timeouts left? Don't kick it out of the tu- out of the end zone. Right, kick it to like the and you know the five yard line and take five more seconds off the off the clock in the in the return. Right. if they return it, so right. little things like that. But either way, those I agree. are
0: like operational things, and yeah, but like the like again, like this the is the, just to go back to the kneeling thing. It's like what I don't get is what is going on in their head because it should be so obvious. Like, do you think it's like a pride thing where they think it's cowardly to kneel? Like, what's going on?
1: I don't know. You know, I don't... I honestly have no idea. Maybe these players... I I haven't looked at the stats for these games specifically. Maybe the players were close to milestones. Did they have like 98 yards? That's an interesting thought. Like trying to
0: help out their guys. Like, yeah, let's get you over 100. Let's get you a carry.
1: I mean, that's the only reason I could think they would be so... God, but in a one-score game <laughs> and you don't kneel it, man, it's just brutal. Uh, I know. Uh Ohio State by the way. I I looked at some of the computer updates the rankings. One of the biggest uh downgrades off a 20-point win in the middle of the season that
0: you'll see. Yeah. So, uh, I they think they did look bad to, for 3 quarters. Well, they looked really bad on offensively specifically.
1: And they were within like a half point of Michigan. Uh Texas was right. on there. So, things are going to shift a little bit after this week in the power ratings uh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that on Wednesday's show, but uh, they're going to fall a little bit.
0: They still have the talent to be expo- explosive, which is what we saw, right? I mean, they still have Marvin Harrison. Like at some at one point when the offense was bad, I tweeted it out again. I was like, "Hey, maybe you should just throw it to 18." I'm like, "Let's just try that." And then they started doing that later in the game, and guess what? It started working. Like, that that guy's a fucking freak. So maybe utilize him more because I do feel like their their defense is solid and they it's going to keep them in games, but it's not uh it's not a they can't run the ball. That's really what it is. Like that, they're yeah. not. They don't get pushed around. And they're without Travion Henderson yesterday. Yeah, exactly. But
1: look, the good news for Ohio State is there's not that team this year who's elite. I mean, maybe th- there's a team that turns into that. Maybe Georgia turns into that. Maybe Michigan turns into that. I think Michigan might be that. Well, and, and I don't want to say elite.
0: <laughs> it, oh, I, I, think I overuse. Mike on his Michigan horse today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I overuse the word elite. You know, we. I need to stop doing that. But my point is. I don't think there's a team that's three points better than anyone else, like on a neutral. So right now in the season, there could be at the end of the year for sure. But right now, I don't think there's that team. So that's the one good thing for for teams like Ohio State is it's kind of like any any game. If you have, they'll have a chance. Talent, yeah, yeah, for sure. There I go, use the lead again. If you have very good talent, (laughs) you got a chance.
0: (laughs) They do have like elite talent. I think you could argue. Yeah, no, um, no, for sure. But yeah, I mean, again, like uh, whatever. They don't cover, but you brought it up. And it's funny because I, I I'm almost positive when we were giving out the picks when I gave out Kentucky I was like this will be the one game where yep. Georgia fucking explodes and what happened they were up like thirty five seven and a half so I hate that I did it like I knew it was wrong in the moment <laughs> and I still did it and finally they cover a spread um and and so I still again this was finally the game where. I think we were reminded, hey, Georgia's probably the best team in the country, and I did take Georgia this game. Nice, yeah, minus fourteen on the pod, uh, minus the fourteen. Did and you a half? I believe so. I don't think you did because it would have been a bet board because I gave out Kentucky. Oh, okay. So maybe That's you did. Right maybe then. you did afterwards, uh, and, and you know, uh, see with, all these
1: fucking leans last week. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 95 was and zero in my leans this year. Those <laughs> leans were really good. <laughs> Just on need Saturday. to commit to some of these, um, for God's sake.
0: But yeah, I mean, look, they look really, really good, um, and yeah. and they're it's similar to. Uh, to the Marvin Harrison thing with Ohio State, although I think Georgia does a better job of this. Like, just get Brock Bowers the ball. That guy's a fucking freak.
1: Let's not ignore, we talked about it on on Wednesday's show, which was... Uh, down spot for Kentucky, right? Huge right. game against Florida, that right. rivalry game, put everything into it. Then they go on the road, like yep. so. I don't think this was all Georgia hitting the hitting the gas. I think this was 50-50. Right. Some Georgia, some down spot for True. Kentucky.
0: But again, I think Kentucky is still like a good team. I, I you know I, I question some of the decisions they made in that game, but overall, it was like. Georgia was just going to dominate them, and so.
1: But look, Kentucky's just like any of these teams that that are going to be anywhere from ranked fifteenth to thirty-fifth in the power rankings. They're Going to have really great spots, really down spots, good coaching decisions, bad coaching decisions. Yep. You know, good Saturdays, bad Saturdays. These teams are not linear. You know, they don't. These teams are going to some are going to improve by a touchdown during the season. Right. You know, some are going to improve. The, some aren't. Some are going to improve by a point. Some are going to get worse. Right. Like uh, uh, Wisconsin this year. They're good. They've gotten worse compared to how good we thought they were. So it's all over the place what to expect from these teams. But, you know, I think the that expectation, it's just so, it's just something to remember, right? Moving forward. Yeah. That it's just interesting, I think. The expectations of what should they look like? What should Texas Tech look like after that early season loss? What should, right. you know, some of these matchups next week? So.
0: Yeah. Washington blew the cover against Rutgers late. Those five Walker, so Lee Corso that, that War, ended up killing one of my parlays, so mm-hmm. uh, don't love that. One um, of my leans again, Alabama AM. and M. So another lean, hey, another lean. Yep, I gave good. out A and I mean, yeah, Tyler's <laughs> leans were so good. Um, what a good game, though. Honestly, I, 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 even though Alabama wins and covers, it by the way, super tough spot on the road at A and M a m played really i was like impressed with AM. this is the a and m team that i expected to see this year mm-hmm. where even with with uh even even losing wegman and going to max johnson like they were really good but i was really like the improvement i think we're seeing from Jalen milro is is promising if you're an alabama fan and you're thinking like hey no one's giving us a shot right now we're like ranked 10th or whatever you know mm-hmm. we're, we're not number one um they're the clear leader in the SEC West now. Like they they basically have it locked up at this point to go to the S C championship game against Georgia. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that Milro his passing looks improved or they're just doing a better job of strategizing around his skill set. And, and he's,
1: so it's both, right? They he he's improving. I mean, really good coaching staff. We all focus yeah. on
0: Reese and D O C Sure.
1: But it's everyone there. Great support system. I think that's what these good schools have. You know, it's not just these coaches; it's good support systems around the coaches. These uh, analysts, yep. it is right. These offensive and defensive analysts that just like come in. And, like, it's so crazy there. I for, want that for job. Colorado. Uh, obviously, I, I know a lot about them because I'm a CU fan. But uh, how Dion just brings in Pat Shermer as an offensive right. analyst. These yeah, yeah. Just, like, what does that mean it means he's just like helping
0: every he way watches he watches film yeah, and then yeah. he like goes but like those guys do have interesting jobs because they don't get to have interaction with players like they can't be on the on the practice field coaching they can't be on the sideline they're basically just in the box yeah just giving out, we giving play out a analysis. we play a new
1: game yes the percentage game okay you guys each get a guess and I, there is no right answer because i don't know the answer <laughs> but i love stuff like this like data that doesn't exist okay what percentage of people? that have gone in for an offensive, defensive, or special teams analyst job for a team have pronounced it analyst. Oh, zero. Zero percent? <laughs> you don't think one percent of, of uh, uh, potential employees <laughs> have said analyst? Analyst. 1 Th- of those, 1%.
0: those potential employees have... Like, they know that their job is going to be an analyst.
1: <laughs> so they're basically analysts. <laughs> <Look, of> fa- <laughs> that's where the percentage
0: game is great. You look at data, like real data. Maybe so there's a guy with one your- accent who's just like, meh, meh, meh. No, no, no accent. No, you're <laughs> no all- then no. If no, there's no I'm accent, I'm going zero. Uh, no, I, I <laughs> because disagree. unfortunately, the word that they're making it sound like is a word that nobody really wants to hear or say all the time like it's it's a buzzword if if it wasn't anal Analyst. then uh so yeah mm-hmm. interesting thought but um we're gonna no. have some good sound clips there alabama <laughs> the gets the, the uh legend. the win um how about uh southern Cal? Did you guys stay up for southern Cal last night because i did have you, seen I did this? you heard about this it didn't end until like 12 30 or 12 45 we went to double overtime i saw none of it i'm gonna get a quick drink though yeah, yeah get a, get Brian, a quick you drink something no i got it. okay um thank you Arizona without their starting quarterback got up seventeen nothing on Southern Cal. Yep, which uh, it was looking bad. Then the Southern Cal defense finally kind of woke up and actually played well. I don't know about they played decent for the rest of the game in order to get to you know just give Caleb Williams opportunities to get back in the game. He does. It goes double overtime. In fact, he goes to triple overtime, and thankfully it didn't go past that because again I'm still I'm so anti the new overtime rule since they changed it to just go yeah. to a two-point dueling two-point conversions once you get to the third overtime thankfully it ended then but we all remember that i think it was a penn state iowa game or something where it went to like nine overtimes because neither team could make a fucking two-point con- uh, conversion <laughs> so i just hate it but anyway it, trojans escape uh, escape with uh, with their hide on the road at arizona but like every time i'm watching them now i just am more and more convinced there's no way this team is is can win a national championship with that defense. Yeah, I really just don't not. think it's possible. And even, even though Caleb Williams can get them to score 70 in a game if he wants to, like I what I can't wait to see is this Notre Dame game. I think it might be next weekend or the weekend after. Um, it's next weekend. Because they're polar opposites. Notre Dame, their offense is very underwhelming and their defense uh, is strong to keep them in games. And USC is the exact opposite. So is USC finally going to score on Notre Dame or is – uh, is the USC defense finally going to make Notre Dame be able to score? I can't wait. But speaking of which, Tyler, yes. you get the bet board game. Well, no- well, not just the bet board game for Notre Dame. Uh, they lost
1: outright. Exactly. So we have a season win total. Oh, that's a big one for, uh, yeah, for, the, for the Irish. Season win. So it's nine and a half we have for the, for the bet board. I think it's nine on the dot. I think I have a push there. I could
0: be wrong. I'll look.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll figure it out. Because uh, you said, I'd say nine and a half because Will
0: said the other week nine and a half. You did. Was it? Okay, well, show. let me look. I have it right here. So yeah. I'm, I'm pulling it up on my phone. But yeah, but huge win for Louisville. could yeah. You I, I, You couldn't have been more right. The second this game started, I remember thinking like, uh-oh. <laughs> because Louisville drove down the field immediately, and then it kind of got slow. But even as they kept going, um, they were really in control of that whole game.
1: Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, Notre Dame's going to lose next week. Uh, wrap that up for me. At least give me the tie if it is nine. And I always like doing that early in
0: the year, you know? So let's just get it done next week. So the uh, the win total... Will, Will, we have this all on audio. I know, but I, I just have it right here. It's nine. The win total is nine. So his notes say. No, that, <laughs> the, the notes I took live on the show, the, th- taped, the FSU
1: one is 10. Okay, so I, w- I would say this. If I if I had to make a bet right now, I would put Will at like minus 1,500 for being correct. <laughs> right,
0: it's not. huge
1: favorite for me. It's being for correct. sure not. I don't doubt you. Yeah, I don't doubt you.
0: But even still, that's a big one, right? Because now they now they have uh, two. It's a biggie. Um, if they lose My two more, and they is, have yeah, Southern they're, Cal. They're not gonna go ten and two. Do they
1: play Clemson this year? Marcus Freeman's not going ten and two. Yes, they play Clemson on the road. I think. Let me look it up.
0: Oh boy! Go to the laptop. I, I put my bad. laptop could, on the ground. That could be a uh, You're that could a be an mood. eight and four situation <laughs> if they lose to the Southern Cal. So um, yeah, let's go USC. That one hurt. That one definitely hurt for that for that uh, bet board. So I think my Florida State one is looking good, but that one the Notre Dame one's not looking great. Yeah, so. Florida State's looking. How about that, man? How Mike about that? Knowles. I got Mike Norvell mixed up with Jay Norvell. God, he looks good. Jay Norvell is the Colorado State head coach, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. shut his fucking mouth. Um, Florida State gets a win, by the way. The Buffs. How about the Buffs on the road getting the oh, the late win with a field goal yep. at, over Arizona State? Mm-hmm. Nice to have a kicker you can rely on. Well, they got two kickers, one who apparently we can't rely on. We thought coming into the area it
1: was going to be close 50-50. Mm-hmm. Jace Feely, son of Jay Feely, mm. has blown it a couple times. He's not looked very consistent or very uh, – Reliable, and then this kid Alejandro Mata. I love this guy, right. dude. Yeah, he comes. He in. was doing the
0: dance afterwards, oh, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach Prime told him to go do his thing because look, he he's he's so accurate. He's such a good kid. You know, you get you get to meet and learn some of these people behind the scenes with the well-off media uh, YouTube channel. And I mean, this is one of those kids who's just you know really really good kid. You can tell. So glad to see him do well. Glad to see the Buffs win. Uh, Arizona State. Is uh, that their uh, win total, by the way? How many wins? they
0: just go over their yeah, season win yeah. total with that one? And nice. My
1: bookie hasn't paid yet because I had the over three and a half. Plus, oh, boy. Plus 130, by the way. Nice. What the hell was that? Plus money. Uh, So I'm wondering if that's end of the year type thing because usually they
0: just give it to you if it's middle of the year. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like in my experience, uh, I always got it at the end of the year. I don't know what that would well, be Well, this, this bookie, though, he usually pays... uh Right. During so maybe he's just uh, fucking with me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, big win for the Buffs.
1: Oh, um, by the way, I did look up Notre Dame's uh, schedule just to reverb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, USC at home. Then hey, they finally took a bye week. Let's give nice. it up. For, well, we're not gonna we can't clap because we're holding our microphones today. <laughs> but uh, they finally scouted a bye week in there. Nice. How about Notre Dame? Poof, gonna get a, a break. Uh, but that's after USC, so sure. they're gonna lose that game too. Uh, mm, bye week and then uh, Pitt at home. That's going to be close. That's an upset alert at Clemson. Okay, at Clemson. At Clemson's Woo. tough. That's that's
0: going to be a tricky one. Wake Forest at home, and then at Stanford. Okay, so I really need them to beat Southern Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I really need them to beat Southern Cal to get a push in there, because um, I'm not sure they win at Clemson. So, um, but yeah, whatever. It keeps rolling. Um, how about the UCLA Bruins a side? Yeah. That, that another to, fucking lean for me, dude. Were you leaning? What happened them? to Washington uh, State? So, I, I, UCLA had a bye going to this, I believe. I think they had an extra week to prepare. Still. No, I agree. But what I couldn't believe was how good their defense played. Their defense yeah. played lights they, out. They played really well. They were all over Cam Ward. Wait, no, I leaned Washington State here. Okay, that's what yeah, I thought. My power yeah. ratings were 2.8. And, and so, uh, yeah. And, and UCLA's defense just, we hadn't seen that all year long. And so, um, yeah, Washington State. Uh, it wasn't home field advantage. I no, there's like th- there's like forty thousand people there, maybe. <laughs> and so like, you know, but, again, who are we
1: talking about earlier? Where I said you know some teams are going to look down, some teams are going to look up some weeks. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Oh wait, um, when I brought that up. Anyway, I don't it's, remember. It's, it's the same thing for Washington, for Washington State, right? Right. Like the idea that they're just going to be consistent every week and right. All, and, and Cam Ward's always going to go out there and look. That he's going to have up weeks, down weeks, and yeah. He threw a couple of bad again. Picks. UCLA's home field one and a half very low, but it's still something. You know, you got your your. Right. You yeah. know. Well,
0: but, but again, like their their offense didn't look like amazing. Dante Moore didn't play incredible. He, he was solid. No, a lot he of He was smart with was, the ball was, most of most of the time. Washington State looking bad. Yeah, well, yeah. it was just UCLA's defense was all over them, man. And so, a really impressive for for UCLA, big win for them, but yeah. uh, tough one for Washington State. And now, yeah. it's, it's at this point, it's pretty clear it's going to come down to the big three of, of Oregon, uh, Washington, and USC. And uh, I think we get, do we this get week? Oregon, Washington this week? Yes, sir. Oh man! So I have to, I have to warn you guys. I don't know if I told you it's guys. Juicy, will it's it, juicy. It is, well, it is juicy. But I'm going. I, I go to a wedding this next weekend, so I'm going to miss a bunch of games. Oh, I'm going to be out God of town. Man. No. Now the the we girl always talk about this. Don't Who, don't plan your wedding on a fall who's Saturday. Who's scheduling this? This is one of my coworkers, a close friend of mine. Mm. Um, and actually, she knew that she knows that I'm a big college football fan, and she joked when she invited <laughs> me to the wedding. She's like, "I'll have a TV." Right. The wedding is in Oklahoma. There's other football people there. Okay. Um, and Good. but but Good. then i tease her about it i was like hey Where's the Where's the TV gonna be? And 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 she was like, oh, you know. Then I think she thought I was just joking. Of course, I'm not. asking someone him to put a TV up at their wedding. She you know, got one. I think she might. I nice. think she <laughs> might <laughs> be getting one just for me. We'll see. I hope not, because I do not want her to be like this is the guy that <laughs> that I had to put a TV oh, up be for. Awful. So I'm gonna be missing a lot of these games and having to watch replays. <laughs> by the way, and you'll you guys will be doing the Sunday uh, pod without me. But All right. um, but yeah, any other games you guys wanted to uh, touch on before we, we get out of here and get no, to our conspiracy pod? No games, but uh,
1: I do want to implement something new. Okay. This show, we have a lot of originals on this show. Uh, I think whenever we talk about kneeling the ball or running out clock in some fashion to win a game yep, or to to milk a half... Shoots a glass. Shoots a glass. <laughs> that should be our new shoot thing. Glass. He didn't shoot the glass.
0: That's right. Yeah. Man, what a classic movie! Die Hard <laughs> is. Yeah. I can't wait. It's coming up for Christmas season. Yeah. Um, okay. Big Christmas movie. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore Pod. Join our Patreon if you want to listen to the Conspiracy Podcast, which is about to be very fun. Access to Power Ratings. Yes. I did a nice little Saturday content. Help yes. the show. Um, it's 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 uh, Patriot Patreon uh, Patreon.com uh slash College Football Tailgate. We'll see you guys on Wednesday.